I think the intro bit is just going to be nonsense. I'm just going to play a, <laughs> a cavalcade of sounds that don't have any connection to anything. Um, and and we'll we'll go with that. Um, Being a real hater right now. I am. <laughs> you just you um, don't understand. Listen. I maybe I don't. Okay. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just stupid, but that's that's a uh, that's what we'll discuss. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, broadcasting live in Cinecolor. We're we're back. We're here to discuss uh, House, nineteen seventy-seven in parentheses. Um, uh, a movie. So the past couple episodes, I've picked the movie, or I guess has picked the movie. Um, right. I picked Five Nights at Freddy's because I thought it'd be funny. Our guest picked Inglorious Bastards. Uh, which was fine by me. Love that movie. Um, and then a while ago, when I was first pitching this uh, show, we decided we'd do the Eggers trilogy. So we looped back around and did that as well with our guest. Um, and <laughs> I I messaged Ignacio and I'm like, hey, I've picked all the movies for the last couple. Why don't you pick one? He goes, how about House? I'm like, sure. <laughs> I've been uh, I've heard about this movie. I've been uh, curious about it. I knew nothing about it besides that it was Japanese and a horror movie. Yeah, it's a horror film. Eric, Eric mm, a horror movie. Um, no. and I was like, sure, <laughs> a seventies Japanese horror movie. Sure, that sounds cool. I like the poster. Even. Late seventies. I like the yeah. poster with the big orange cat. It rocks, dude. It's a great it's poster. Cool. It's a good poster. It's a really good poster. Um, not a good movie though. Um, disagree. <laughs> that's what we're leading with. Um. So <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. Uh, this is another. This is one of those movies that's like. Um, all I ever heard about it was that it was really good. Um, all I ever hear about it is people liking it. I haven't ever heard some like I'm sure there are, but it's in my limited experience. I haven't heard of anybody who doesn't. Um, and I got in and I uh completely bounced off of this thing. I <laughs> none of it made any sense. Um. <laughs> I now I'll start with I'll lead with I I I like when things are a little goofy. Yeah. I can appreciate some wacky editing. Like a what? like a like a like an evil dead sort of goofiness, huh? Sure. Yeah. I haven't seen Evil Dead. What the <laughs> fuck is going on with House? I I got to be it's curious with you. None of this shit made any sense to me. The the first the first like at least if I, I don't remember exactly the 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 timestamp on when stuff started happening, but basically everything until um everything until Mac, the fat girl's uh, fat air quotes, the the, the girl with pudgy cheeks who they call a fat ass the whole movie. Um <laughs> They're like, oh my god, you're just as big as this watermelon. You're Shut a fat the hell fucking up. bitch. She she <laughs> has slightly round cheeks, and she's the fat bitch the whole movie. Um, right up until the point where she dies, uh, and the the kid, the other kid, uh, fantasy, finds her head in the well. Uh, is the most boring shit I've ever seen in my entire life. It does bite her ass. That was that, funny. It rocks, dude. That was her, funny. Her decapitated fuck. head. It was great. Um. Yeah, everything before that was the most boring thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Nah. Yeah, it was. Um, it's, all, it's all setup. It's all thematic setup. Is it? 
Yeah, because I was so distracted by everything else that I didn't pick up on a single thing the whole time. I feel like this is usually, I feel like this is usually people's first reactions to the film on their first watch, you know, is what the hell is going on? None of this makes any sense to me. Right. Like, I'm watching this movie. I'm like, okay, she called her gorgeous. And then the other girl called her uh, fantasy. And I was like, oh, gorgeous is her name. Yeah. Okay, they're, they're, and then I noticed that all the girls have names like that. Yeah, and I was karate. like, or uh, okay. yeah, karate. Kung Fu. She's the coolest oh, one. Sorry, she she's the coolest one. Kung the whole Fu movie. rocks. Kung Fu, Kung Fu rocks. Uh, genuinely, I liked her character. Kung Fu is great. Um, what's not great is uh later I'll discuss that. Um, I yeah. I love Kung Fu. That's I already great. know what. Yeah, you already know because I messaged you. I was like, oh, that's yeah. Not um, I like Look, Kung Fu a lot. She's great. Um, I. None of the other characters did anything but annoy me, um, except Gorgeous, who just didn't really do anything for me. Um, she was just kind of there. Um, what are you talking about? She's gay. Is she? Yeah, that's the that's all them. That, okay. Um, Walk me. This through is this. my interpretation of the movie. This is about Gorgeous struggling with being gay in Japan in the seventies, and specifically like post-war conservative. 70s japan you know right which is why Why? she ends up with fantasy at the end why fantasy is the only one left because that's who her crush is and she's trying to deal with this the house and in this interpretation the house is meant to represent like the social pressures of of like gender identity and like sexual identity and sexual Mm -hmm. expressions so eats up the little girls. I mean, it's it's stated, I think, towards the beginning or towards the end, that the house eats up unmarried women. And I that's oh, kind okay. of meant to it's meant to imply that it's not necessarily like air quotes on un, unmarried. It's a euphemism for like so that gay okay. and in that case that makes sense because then well, no, because because uh, if you say it eats up unmarried women, then at the end, fantasy and gorgeous are okay because they're together. Yeah, they're not unmarried. Air quotes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I don't. I never noticed when it, is that <laughs> stated like outwardly because I, I I guess I missed that about the unmarried women. Yeah, being eaten. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember where, but it's it's someone. I think it's the watermelon dude. He's talking bro, to watermelon, bro, who turns into a fucking skeleton at the end of the coolest sequence in the whole movie. It rocks. The coolest effect I, I in the love. whole movie. Yeah. Fucking yeah. He's talking ridiculous. to the, the, the knight in shining armor quoting uh, air quotes. Right. Um, before he turns into bananas, he tells them like, oh, be careful while you're up there. That house eats unmarried women. Oh, okay. Okay. I was too distracted because oh. I was like, I was live texting yeah, it, you and it, then I saw him turn into a skeleton and I was like, oh. Yeah, it's the whiplash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our, um, our night in shining armor, Mr. Kiyohiko Ozaki as Mr. Togo. Yeah. Um, fucking, that fucking dude. The scene where just suddenly it becomes a fucking Three Stooges sketch where he's falling down the stairs and gets a rock. bucket stuck on his ass. <laughs> what? What I was so lost. I was like, I don't. What the fuck is the tone of this movie supposed to be? I'm so, I'm so it's confused. Goofy. It's goofy and we- oh, um, 
I okay, I always interpreted the movie as a sort of like a dreamer stuck in a nightmare, unable to change their dream. Mm-hmm. You know, which explains a lot of the weirder qualities of the film because it's trying to go for a dreamlike tone in a, like a literal sense, not just a sort of hazy things aren't real so we can be quote unquote wacky. This is like real, <laughs> real dreams where there is a thematic element to them, but mm-hmm. that is the only connection is that they're representative of other ideas, you know? Right. Yeah. Also, uh, for everybody, it, when they listen to this, I am sick right now, <laughs> which yeah. is why I might not sound that good. And yeah. I sound like, honestly, like shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think you sound I'm, fine. You just, you're just coughing and I'll have to cut those out, which is going to be yeah, annoying sorry. for me, but it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm always cutting. So, somebody always has some bullshit with their mic that I have to spend an inordinate amount of time coming out. Grim Grim loved to fucking bang on his mic and his mic banging oh. the shit every two seconds. That took me forever. Yeah. That was annoying. <laughs> like every time he started speaking, it's like he grabbed the head of the microphone and pulled it to his mouth. And <laughs> every time he started speaking, I had to fucking I had to fucking cut some shit out. It was so annoying. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um oh. but yeah, I uh also you you all will notice that uh, our our patented gimmick of of a drink, um, not present. Ignacio six, so he didn't come up with one. Me, um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I fucking was clueless this whole movie. So the best I got <laughs> is just take every drink you have in your house and pour it into a cup in small amounts until the cup is full. There, that's good enough. Yeah, like that works. Every random fucking drink in your house, just pull whatever the fuck out. Like you fucking any pull sauces, some... throw them in there too. Any and sauces. Like if I did that, I would have um, milk, water. Ugh. I think I think orange juice. Oh, soy sauce, hoisin sauce. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the drink uh, and Arizona green tea, something like Arizona that. Arizona yeah. green tea. I have some on my desk right now, so that would that would that rocks. Out. Arizona yeah. mention. Right. <laughs> Arizona mention. I should, should make that a should make that a fucking bit. Just play a bunch of fucking bell sounds. Arizona mention. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that for you, and we'll do that for me for Florida mentioned. Florida nice. mentioned. <laughs> yeah, that'll be that'll be our our, our stupid wow. stupid bullshit. Um. That's right. Yeah. So I um yeah, like I'm gonna be real. I like sure I need you to, I need you to explain to me why the fuck anything before Mac dying matters. Or like it's um, interesting because it was boring as fuck for me. <laughs> uh <laughs> it's setting up the the it's meant to parallel okay, like I don't uh, how do I explain this? Like it's setting up the stepmom as the ultimate figure for like the sort of conservative ideology or like social ideology, right? Usurping anything of the past, completely wiping it out and saying, no, this is the, this is, this is what's true now. You know, this is how you're supposed to act as a woman in Japan. This is how you're supposed to be. You're supposed to dote on your, your husband. You're supposed to do everything he says. 
You're supposed Got to immediately it. start taking care of any kids and replace them. Replace their mother figure with you. Sort of okay, an, invas- yeah. an invasive thing. Right. Okay, and, that makes sense. Yeah. Which is and why now, what about gets, with uh, she gets immolated at the end. <laughs> it rocks. That part's the, that part's the best. Yeah. She becomes her aunt. Yeah, I yeah, I got that as well that she kind of took over the house or Does the aunt die? Just disappear? What happened to the aunt? Uh I I think yes and no. I think the aunt was like in a literal sense a ghost. Okay. But I think and so she's like always been dead. Ever since the post war post war stuff. Right. She you know, I, I right, kind of they haven't seen her since it. then, so that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of always interpreted that like she kinda she kinda killed herself out of grief and everything. And right, that's that what transformed sense. the it, it, that's what transformed the house into the sort of bitter, angry restlessness. Right. Yeah. Um, and, but in like a thematic sense, the aunt transforms into, uh, her niece because she's, uh, the niece is the one that wears her, the aunt's wedding dress, not her mom's. Right. You know, and going like, oh yeah, this is, you become everything you didn't like necessarily. Everything you were fighting against up until this point, theoretically. Uh, what's her name? Gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. That that's how I see it, at least. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> what about um the sequence at the beginning with? Well, I mean, I guess that's just introducing all the all the girls and stuff after the stuff with the stepmom. Um, yeah, it's mostly just going. Here's our cast. Here's yeah. the people that are gonna. Maybe lived or die. I don't know. Also, here's a here's just a random Three Stooges bit, so you know to expect that the rest of the movie. Uh, it sets I the guess. tone of this. This movie is yes, it's serious, but tonally, we can be a little goofy with it. Yeah, I think it's too goofy for me to take it at all seriously, though. And I think that, that's why I'm like eh, on it being a horror movie because I don't think a movie this goofy. I don't think I mean maybe in the seventies, you know, you're like, oh, this is the fucking craziest shit I've ever seen. Like, that kind of makes sense in seventy seven. I don't know, right? Like, but yeah, for me, it's too goofy. I can't take it seriously as a, as a horror at all. None of it's scary by default because a guy gets a bucket stuck on his ass and a dude who sells watermelons turns into a skeleton. Yeah, like, and the and the coach becomes bananas. He becomes yeah, and he becomes bananas. That's right. Yeah, he becomes a literal dick. It's crazy. You know, like <laughs> bananas are a phallic image. Yeah, he's just a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. That uh, I think like I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think that I don't I don't consider this a horror movie like at all. Uh, I just can't see it that way. I guess. Um, yeah, I feel I have this conversation a lot actually about like what necessarily constitutes horror, and and I'm gonna be honest in my definition, a movie doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't even have to scare me necessarily. 
I mean, yeah, that's fair like, because a lot of horror movies don't. I don't get scared by horror movies anymore. Um, yeah. The I mean, only I've been things... watching them for like twenty years. So yeah, I I only like I'm gonna be real with you. I was I was a big baby as a kid, and then after I like grew up a bit, I just kind of figured, well, horror movies scared me so much when I was a kid, I probably won't like them now. So I didn't watch any for a while. Um, and then I remember I watched Scream, and I was like, this rocks. And I just started watching as many horror movies as I could. Nice. Um, and that was very recently, relatively speaking, and like. Things don't really scare me anymore. Jump scares will startle me. What scares yeah. me is mostly um, the right kind of imagery will scare me in such mm. a way that when the movie's done and I go to bed, I can't sleep because I keep seeing the thing in the corner of my eye. Um, huh. Or it's especially bad uh, if I watch it during the work week because I work overnight. Uh, oh, like yeah, yeah. Job. So... I hallucinate. I, if I don't, so I sleep on the job. Uh, don't tell my employer. I sleep about four hours. I would never sleep on the job if I'm, thank you. If I'm lucky. Uh, if not, I'll sleep an hour or two, right? Um, in the yeah, middle of the night when really. nobody comes in, I go into the back where there's no cameras. I tuck up and I go Betty Bye. Um, the door chime always wakes me up. So I've never missed a customer. So it's all good. Um, and I always get my work done. So it's fine. I'm not slacking or losing productivity. But anyway, um, that's right. At first, when I didn't know I could do that or get away with that, and some nights when I just have a lot to do or there's a lot of customers, like last night, it was really busy, yeah. Um, I don't sleep. And if I go two shifts, at least, without getting a nap in at work, um, I start to hallucinate. Um, I will see people. Uh, so, like, I work at a financial services place. Um, so we have, like, bulletproof glass, you know, like a, like a bank like where the tellers are. We have that set up, and we have our secure area or whatever where we are separated from the customers by a by the glass and by like a man trap so it's got two doors with two separate locks that we control etc et oh um, like, what the hell's a man trap oh like yeah a, like an airlock like uh uh uncut gems yeah yeah basically um movie reference movie reference <gasps> um, <laughs> um so uh to the point i if i don't sleep if i don't get sleep at work for at least two shifts in a row um, I will start to hallucinate people in the secure area, like where I work, rushing me. Um, oh. I will hallucinate people or entities on the other side of the glass watching me um, or moving just outside the store, uh, like in front of the store, just outside uh, through the glass. Um, I get those pretty regularly uh, when I don't sleep at work. Um, and... That kind of thing uh, is always I'm very uncomfortable with being chased and being watched. Um, that's fair. And that's the kind of thing that usually scares me. Um, I remember when I was younger and scared of everything, Paranormal Activity did a lot for me because of the way ghosts in movies like that just kind of stand there a lot of the time to give you the mm -hmm. creep factor before they jump scare you or whatever, or they're just kind yeah, of lingering out of frame or whatever. Yeah, um, that like... The jump scare doesn't scare me. It's them staring at you from the darkness that scares me. Um, the very popular game going around right now, Lethal Company, um, very fun. Everyone should try it. It's only $10. Uh, you play like uh, a spaceman who goes to different moons to collect scrap for a company that kills you if you don't meet quota. And there's monsters on the moon in the in the scary like industrial catacombs that you peruse through for scrap. And one of the monsters in that game is uh you all it like 
it's very fast and it kills you very quickly. Uh, it's very hard to to fight against. And it it is the scariest one in the game to me, specifically because it sits far enough away from you to remain in darkness and it has two white dots for eyes and that's the only way you can tell it's there. Um, mm. That shit is very scary to me. Still objects or entities in darkness, typically with uh, where you can only see their eyes or like their outline just kind yeah, of creepy. facing you. Yeah, that shit freaks me out. Um, that in horror is what lingers with me. So when I finish the movie, I go to bed and then I see the thing standing uh, down the hall or near my closet or whatever. It's always far, far away from me. It's never like super close. Um, but that's the kind of thing that that's what qualifies as scaring me to me. But to bring the point all the way back around, I don't think a horror movie has to scare me because most horror movies don't do that to me. Um, yeah. But I don't. I think they have you're telling to me a, like you're telling me a decapitated head biting someone's ass isn't scary to you? <laughs> no, not really. Um I think they have to earnestly be trying to scare you. Yeah. Personally. Uh and maybe that is what they were doing in this, but in 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 house, I don't I can't I can't think that they made something that goofy and be like, yeah, this will scare somebody. Some of it sure. Uh, the grandfather clock scene, um, the whole scene where the house starts spewing blood everywhere, like the, like the climax of the movie, um, blood. It's bare, slightly pink water <laughs> is is yeah, what you beautiful. count as blood in movies. Um, but what are you yeah, about? Like, they still use that. That part, sure, but the overall of the whole thing feels like that that was a horror sequence in an otherwise comedy movie. Oh yeah, I don't know. I think I think honestly, a big problem is is that like, have you seen a lot of goofy horror movies like horror no, comedies? No, I haven't I seen a lot of anything. You know that. Oh uh, yeah, but you know you surprise me sometimes. Like I don't I don't know why the hell you watch that. Like what? I don't know. I can't really think of something, but there have been times where you mention a movie and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I haven't seen that either. <laughs> like, what the that's, hell? That's wild. I don't. I I can't think of a single movie I've seen that you haven't. <laughs> That's I don't weird. know, but I, don't I know it's happened a couple times. Sure, um, but sorry, um, go ahead. But, continue. But like, like Evil Dead Two, it is a very goofy. It's a black comedy. I mean, right. but it's also like a horror movie too. Shout out, shout out, Sam Raimi. <laughs> right, he's the goat. I, um, he's a goat. The only Evil Dead I've seen is twenty thirteen. That one rocks. I, I don't remember one. it at all though. It was so long ago. You should rewatch it. I it like when it came out. I should. We should do Evil Dead. I would love to do Evil Dead. Yeah. At some point, we'll do that. Add it to the list. <laughs> That's right. Um, There's five of them now. So that'll be Yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll probably do, like, I would imagine we'd break that up as Evil Dead 1 and 2, Army of Darkness, and then 2013 and Rise. Like, as three yeah, different probably... episodes. Yeah. Also, I think four different production companies. Insane. Insane. What a shit show. <laughs> it sucks, dude. Just like a- this anyways. movie. No, this movie is great. Absolute mess. Feel... It's it's so like it does not give you a second to breathe, which I, you know, feels like it's you know, it feels intentional. But it is dude, intentional. You can't you can't be doing all this to me and not give me a second to understand what the fuck is going on. It just it just you... it's it loses me. Okay. I, 
what are your dreams typically like? Do you typically have dreams? I don't dream. When I, I dream, like... um, they are. <sighs> Let me think. So, I my good dreams or neutral dreams, I forget. I mm. can't really tell you what they are consistently because I forget them. Uh, my nightmares are typically related to um, my nightmares are are one of two things, uh, and they're the most common type of dream I have. Either uh, some personal issue that's going on, like blowing up, um, you know, some issue that's going on in my life, reaching oh, I the worst you meant, like, possible. Literally blowing up. No, no, like <laughs> something exploding. going on in my life that's stressing me out, reaching the worst possible conclusion. <laughs> I have a nightmare about that. Or much more often, um, I have, um, uh, or no, not much more often. I have, yeah, something like that. I have a nightmare about. A specific person in my life um either someone who's gone like my dad or um someone who's still around kind of similar something going bad related to that person or mm. um i have a monster nightmare um something uh and it's typically um a similar thing i haven't had those in in quite a while but when i would have them uh It'd be the whole being watched, being chased kind of thing, uh, flaring up my anxieties or whatever. That's kind of what's most common. Interesting. Um, fun fact, I've actually never had a nightmare. What? Yeah, never. Really? Yeah. How do you do that? Uh, how do I do that? I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've just never had a nightmare. I'd love because to never it, have a fucking nightmare, man. Yeah, it rocks, dude. I get to. <laughs> I also. I lucid dream a lot, though. It just. It, I would I, kill I someone action. to be able to do that. I wish I could fucking do that. I can't you even can fucking really dream any. I. I know. Well, I mean, tried, but I also don't really like, have the patience or discipline to teach myself something like that. I mean, but you also have to be like dreaming a lot, which is like, it's sort of prerequisite to being a lucid dreamer. You know. Yeah. It's and... weird. Um, when I was a kid, I had a lot of nightmares, and I don't remember who gave it to me, where it came from. I put a dream catcher in my room, and since then, I barely dream. After You're I welcome. first put it up, I stopped dreaming for like two years, completely. Oh, um, you're supposed to get and... them cleansed every now and again. Yeah. Um. Sure. I I did that. I stopped dreaming for several for a couple years, and now I barely dream at all. I will go to sleep and wake up, and nothing will happen. It feels like most of the time. Huh? That fucking dream. That fucking dream catcher stole all my dreams, bro. I mean, I, I got it was I got conned. Purpose. I got no. It's supposed to catch bad ones, isn't it? No. Oh. It depends on what you want it to do. I just wanted it to get rid of my nightmares. Yeah, but that's all you were having. So it's taking all your dreams. Dude, does that mean that like I'm just only having nightmares? And that's why I still don't have them. Yeah, that's maybe. fucked up. What's wrong with me, bro? <laughs> You're probably just exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I was like, honestly, I was, um, because uh, I talked about this with my brother once. Is that he's 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 a lot like how you dream. <clears throat> Most of them are nightmares. Most of mm -hmm. them are not very pleasant. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. In comparison, many of my dreams are more like this movie than they are, I guess, 
spooky, scary. I don't know. And so I guess that helps with whether you will like this movie or not, um, is whether you can connect to it visually or like, I guess, like in a sense of feeling it emotionally, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I get that. Uh, I've I've explained to you one of my dreams before, right? That's that kind of spooky dream of people talking to me. Yeah. I think so. Did go through it again? I don't remember well enough. Um it was sometime last year, I think. Cause I was at I was at my current house and we moved twenty twenty one. So yeah, it had to have been last year sometime. Um I had someone or something visiting in my dreams. Um the first introduction was I was in my room. I was watching TV or playing a game. I don't really remember. Um and my door was wide open. And I just see this sort of thing creep up to the side and just sit there and watch me. Now, again, um, my door is like five feet away from me. Uh, maybe a little oh, more. God. It's, like, it's oh, really close. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, that's worse. Oh, it's right there. Okay. Yeah, but like usually I can tell. Oh, I don't want to like usually, but like usually I can tell by looking at something in my dreams. Is this supposed to be scary or negative or is this supposed to be positive or neutral? You know, and I looked at it right. and it just confused me because it didn't look like it didn't give me the feeling of being something in my dream. Because it was also whispering things. Like, it was trying to talk to me, but I could only interpret it through whispers. But did and you get, did you hear any of what it was saying? No, not, not until the next couple dreams. But I was dreaming like this for the whole month. Of, Bro came back? Yeah. Oh my, <laughs> dude, I would literally jump off a roof. I couldn't handle a dream. But, okay, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't even care about but, this, but I got to know what happens. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> so this... I guess entity, I don't know. Um, in my dream, I had interpreted it as I got stuck with whatever it is they were doing. Like they came to visit me because they were observing something. They, I noticed it and then they woke me up, you know, because I wasn't supposed to acknowledge it. I was supposed to just continue doing my dream, but I could very clearly hear and see it. And I guess that freaked it out. So oh, for the what did it dream, look like? There's a there's a uh in VHS there's a that's a a movie. It's an anthology right, film. Right. And I think it's the first one. It's one of the one of the shorts. There's a an entity that can't be killed in these woods and it sort of looks like static. But like like interference static, not like a not like analog TV static. But it kind of looked like that at first. So it's sort I'm of. To, like, I'm trying to look up VHS movie static monster. Yeah, to to help with the visuals, but I um when you find it, it's you'll, a, I don't know still... what I don't know what VHS. I haven't seen VHS, so I don't know which of these images are from VHS or which are just. Okay, wait. The glitch parentheses VHS. Yeah, yeah, it should be that from like 2011. Uh, I'll I'll send this image to you on Twitter. Tell me if this is the if this is the right one. Yeah. Sorry on on X on X. Fucking website that's about to fucking completely explode. 
is about to die. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, um, uh, is it anyways? This? Come on, come on, paste, paste, Jesus, paste. It's not letting it. There we go. Is it this? Oh, Jesus. Um, I forgot it's doing this thing. I gotta check on my phone. <laughs> That's fine. Um, Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'll continue Almost... on with my dream. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Moment. I'll send it on is Discord that... too, just in case that's faster. Keep going. Yeah, it's probably better to go on Discord. I can't, okay, okay. I can't see it. Anyways, so for the I and I had these types of dreams with this. Yeah, like that. Okay, exactly got it. Like that. Actually, got it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So that thing was standing in my doorway. Um, talking to me, kind of trying to talk to me and I woke up, noticed it, or I noticed it and then it woke me up and I know it woke me up and not me necessarily because I immediately went right back to sleep and it wasn't there again. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. It, it dipped. It woke me up to get me out. You are way too fucking relaxed about this, dude. I have weird dreams like this, though. This shit would thing. fuck me up. This shit would change the trajectory of my life. Okay, keep going. <laughs> so for the next day, the next day when I when I had this dream again, or I had the dream with the thing, um, I was as far as I could tell, I wasn't in my own dreams anymore. I was stuck in someone else's dream because I started to recognize people, and. I recognized people that I know I didn't know. What? But I knew other people knew, you know? And I was like, okay, cool. Like, so you like you knew their faces, but you knew that they weren't like an acquaintance of yours. They were an acquaintance of someone else's? Yeah, it was people I've never met. But so, I've like, heard like other... as a hypothetical, like, oh, my friend's cousin who I've never met, I recognize them here. Yeah, like so, that. That's, oh, okay, keep going. But um, the moment I clearly remember is like I was trying to interact with people because I thought it was my dream at first. And like sort of things were clearing me and of like, oh, this isn't my dream. And I might be a nuisance here. Because I would talk to people and they wouldn't react to me. They would acknowledge me by looking at me, but then they would sort of get confused about why I was there because I was sort of breaking the script. What the fuck? And every now and again, when I'm in the when I was walking with these crowds, I would see someone far away staring at me. And I, I'm sure that would that would that would have probably freaked you out the most. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, what was this person staring at you like static guy or like a normal person? It was it was no, it was normal people. Just people. So, oh God. Okay. Yeah. That would that would be the fucking just people start to so, oh. Yeah, but makes me uncomfortable just to think about it. <laughs> they would um, they would stare at me and I could feel their eyes just boring into me. And my best assumption was that they were trying to figure out why I was there, how I even got there. But I would turn around. And this see feels them. like an inception when they fuck up the dream too much and people start fucking. Yeah, like turning getting... and staring at them and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was sort of like that, but. It wasn't really that violent. It was more of people 
it was the world being confused i was there yeah just like like the whole thing like uh, this is an unknown variable or whatever that should not be yeah. here um, and and so i eventually managed to find whoever it was that was dreaming um one of the times it was my ex and that was a whole thing okay but, but other times <laughs> but did I, you I okay did you ask the person who was dreaming if they dreamt about you no, because I'm not on speaking terms with some of these. Obviously, people. with wh- but are you were any of the people you whose dream you were in were you on speaking terms with them? Yeah, they never they they said they never they don't remember their dreams. God damn it! That would lit, dude. If I yeah, it, if I asked somebody, they're right? like, "I did dream about you." I would kill myself. I could. <laughs> I could not. That would. I couldn't do that. That that would completely change my life. Genuinely, that would completely shake the foundations of how I view the world. Like I I couldn't do that. Oh God. Have you, have you ever shared a dream with anyone before? In what sense? Like told them about it, or like literally? No, like like like, like literally shared a dream with someone. Like, I don't think so. My dreams, uh, okay. when I when I would dream frequently, my dreams when I was younger were dreams about anxieties manifesting, stuff like um, yeah. I had a very big fear as a kid of getting lost or losing my parents, like l- literally physically losing them. Um, and I would have dreams about getting locked out of the house and then, ah, scary monster kills me because I'm locked out of the house or, um, <laughs> oh. you know, stuff like that. Uh, and then when I got older, it just started, dreams just became scenarios in real life that I don't want to happen. Um, stuff like Man, that, and then it. monsters. I do have regular monster, like I have monster dreams. Um, and they've gone from like big scary monster to like a uh, creepy thing that wow. you know it, they become less violent or violent. I wake up as soon as like the monster is within grabbing range of me. Usually, you know, if a monster is gonna yeah. attack me, I wake up as soon as it touches me. Right. Um, but they've become less like violent with their intentions. It seems. Because, like, you describe this, and it's like you're, I have to, like, if that was, okay, I wouldn't do it with, like, an ex, but if that happened to me, I would do anything to reach out to the person and, like, confirm that they saw me. Because, like, I've, people, I've heard plenty of people talk about, like, dreaming about someone, and they asked them, and then that person dreamed about them, but it's a very different idea, like, because the way you describe it sounds like their dream, like, if, like, in a hypothetical you have to track I'm, them down. Yeah, I'm like, an intruder in their dreams. Right. And like, it, for example, if you were in their house and they're in their room and in the dream, you went to their room and found them and you asked them and they had a dream where you walked into their room, that would destroy me. Yeah. Because I, that's actually, like you guys are literally sharing the same dream space in a literal sense. Just like the movie. Um, Which fundamentally, <laughs> fuck the movie, fundamentally alters the way I view the world personally. I've yeah, I've had a dream like that though, where I've I'm like ninety-nine percent sure I shared this. I, I had a shared dream with somebody. Um you gotta whatever. you gotta come find me. You gotta come get in my dream so I can figure this out. <laughs> I'm dead serious. You gotta you gotta do everything in your power to channel yourself <laughs> into my space. And then I uh, ah I, I'm afraid of that happening because that could okay, anyway, sorry. Um <laughs> So like so like finish this story right like you, what's with what happened to stat static monster guy? So eventually they get tired of me interrupting their stuff because like 
Okay, so for the first night, when I walk up to the person having the dream, and I go, can you wake up? I am stuck in your dream right now. And they look at me confused, and they go, what do you mean you're stuck in my dream? And then I get kicked out immediately. Like I committed some mortal sin of contacting the person, right? Right. Like this entity was fine with me kind of sort of accidentally meddling with their stuff, but they don't want me to interact with the people, the actual person dreaming. And so for the next night, this happens again. And I'm like, okay, fine. Because in my dreams, when I look at somebody, I go, I can, it has something to do with the way they look at people. I go, this is a figment of my, this is a figment of my reality. This is a figment of my <laughs> dreams. Um, but both this entity and whoever's dream I was in at the time, they both gave me a sense of understanding. They were like, there was a sense of confusion, a real confusion, and not just a blank. Like it wasn't just, confusion. it wasn't just like your brain showing you a confused person. It felt like a real person who was confused. Yeah, it was like acknowledgement that something weird was going on. But the second night I did that, I walked up to them. I didn't even get a word out before I was kicked awake. <laughs> and this whole time, is is static creature there? Yes, but they're no longer static. They were only static that first time they met me. Because So now they're just like a silhouette? No, they were a person. They were a people. A person? Yeah. Oh, like so you, would... you sensed that it was the same thing? Yes. But dispersed across multiple people? Yeah, and I think it was towards the end of that first week. Um, they finally they they finally approached me, like they walked up to me because obviously I'm like annoyed. I'm still stuck. This in fucking guy dreams. is still here. Ah, yeah. And they pull me out into like this white void to talk to me, and they're like, "Hey, uh, what's what's going on? How are you here?" And I was like, "I don't. <laughs> hey man, know, what's your man. problem?" <laughs> yeah. But see, does it okay? But like, what does it actually speak like? Hey man, what what's up? Why are you here? Like, does it speak casually like that? How does it speak to you? Kind of. I don't know. It was. It didn't actually like talk physically. It like talked in my head. Right, um, but like its tone of voice. It's did it have like a voice, or did you just like receive a thought? Like, did you hear like? a person's voice like could you tell if they were a dude could you tell like did it sound like a voice like a real voice it sounded like real voices yeah because oh here's the gods every time i blinked while i was talking to this thing it changed into a different person what the fuck? completely new face new voice everything and i was like oh, okay but it was never people i actually have ever met or recognized so i was like okay these are just random people <laughs> Um, because again, I don't know how often I'm running into like Chinese people, but in Arizona, not really. <laughs> right. But you're seeing a lot of Chinese people when talking. Well, no, time. I seen one and I was like, I don't recognize. Oh, you're person. like, yeah, I don't know any Chinese people. Okay. Got it. Yeah. It was stuff like that of like, okay, why do I know that this person's from like Uzbekistan? This is weird. <laughs> I know okay. zero people from there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like, okay. So it asks you how you're here. You say you don't know, then what? And I'm like you did this i whatever you were doing earlier and they're like oh you actually seen me you like, whispering were, in my shit bro 
you whispering yeah, was, in my shit. I was literally, yeah, I literally told him. I was like, yeah, you were whispering in my ear. I couldn't, it was annoying. I couldn't help but look over at you. And they're like, oh, you weren't supposed to hear any of that. You weren't supposed to hear anything. And I was like, yeah, I even seen you, dude. This is annoying. Can you just like get us unlinked or something? And they were like, well, this has kind of never really happened to me before, so I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? This feels like this reminds me of the episode of the most recent Black Mirror season. I haven't um, seen it. It's so I don't like most of them, but the one episode I saw was I liked it a lot. Um, this demon comes. Uh, this girl finds like a demonically possessed um mm. tablet or something. And summons a demon <clears throat> by accident. And the demon's like, okay, you've got to kill three people or the world ends. Um, or something <laughs> like that. And wow. you know, shout out she... to uh shout out to knock at the cabin. And <laughs> and the world does end because she doesn't oh. kill everybody. Um but the the demon the whole time is like like he shows up as like a big, you know, big evil demon goat or whatever. Then he takes on the form of some guy to chill to, you know, so that the lady isn't yeah. scared. But the whole time he's talking like a, like a guy. He's like, hey, what's up? So like, listen, don't want to freak you out. But like, we got to kill a couple people or the world's going to end. Oh, yeah, that's kind uh, of the he's, tone they had. And it's a lot of the like, he's like, uh, yeah, listen, I don't know what happens if I fail this, actually. um, I, I, I'm pretty sure they put me in like a void of nothingness for eternity. And I don't want to do that. Um, This yeah. is like my first day. This is like my initiation ritual, actually. I'm not actually part of the team yet. So, like, I really need you to do this. <laughs> like, I'm getting that, hazed right now. <laughs> that's that's basically how we talked the whole episode. It was really funny. And that's the whole vibe I'm getting from you and your 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 spirit. My weird month-long long dreams. Yeah. 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 Month-long. Yeah, it was it, happening pretty much every day, every other day. I get stuck in room Okay. Dreams. So then, okay, so continue. What happened with this conversation? Um... They were just tired of me at this point, and they're like, okay, fine. I'll try and figure something out, and they just woke me up. And, like, it's a weird feeling in my inter... Like, assuming any of this is, like... Assuming this is just purely my dream, it is a weird feeling to be told to wake up by something in my dream for no reason, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not like me willing myself awake. I don't know. It was just a weird, weird feeling. I but mean, I definitely get that because I, I get woken up by things in my dreams. Um, yeah. Against my own will. Whenever I'm, I mean, I think it's more so I'm startled awake. Because mm. um, my mind is active, so it can be startled. Um, because it's been a yeah. long time since it's happened, but. Typically, um, in a nightmare, in a in a in an entity nightmare, I'm awoken when I'm um, engaged. Uh, I don't say attacked because it's not attacks anymore. But whenever a thing becomes too real, when it does anything more than watch me, uh, I get well, woken up. Like, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> in good dreams, whenever the best part's about to happen, I get woken up. <laughs> usually, oh, that's that's usually what happens. Whenever I have a good dream, and I'm like, all right, here comes the the good part or whatever. Like I wake up and I wait. I or I more so wake up and I I realize oh something really cool was about to happen. That's annoying. Yeah, that's so. Um, I mean, yeah, I, it, it I was... can see why you like weird fucking movies and weird shit. Cause yeah, because it reminds kind of thing me... happens to you. Yeah, like this is weird and 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 it was a lot like House and this is 
I am in something else, someone else's thing. And I don't know how to navigate it. You know, like the group of Yeah. friends are in, in Gorgeous's nightmare. Right. And it's eating them alive. Like, yeah, literally, Right. but like <laughs> metaphorically too. Do you feel in these dreams that you are like, did it ever feel like you are like, like it was anything more than confusion? Like there was hostility present? No, they were never mean. Like they were annoyed, but they were never outright Right. like negative or It's like just that malicious. this kind of thing just naturally arises, uh, Yeah, like those types of brings concerns. to mind And... that kind of thing. So you like, I can't imagine a situation like that where it isn't scary, like where everybody's just kind of chill about it. Like this is kind of weird, but I, all right, like that feels way too casual for something like this, you know. Yeah. Well, like, so, like, I don't know. It's just when you have dreams like this, where you're constantly seeing people you know, like, okay, like, The best way to describe it is that I'm aware, pretty much every dream I have, I'm aware that I'm watching a movie. I'm aware that I can, I'm an actor in these, or that other, the people, the common people face I see are actors. Like, it's an acknowledgement that all of this is figment, is a figmentation of something. Right. And so it's, it's a lot easier for me to just go, yeah, that's kind of weird. It's cool. And be chill about it because I don't need to get worked up over something that I can just immediately, if I ever feel uncomfortable, I could just go, just wake up. Um, That's yeah, eventually though, that that entity was. We had a we had a few more talks after that. They kept pulling me out, and again, changing their faces and voices every time. And I think the last time we talked, um, they were like, "Yeah." Like, it was kind of, you were very interesting because this hasn't happened to me or anyone I know before. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, I'm obviously over it by now. And Were you less, they were like, were you, did, sorry, no, you said you were obviously over, you meant like, in the, I thought you meant like, like, was this, did this not unsettle you? Did this not concern you when this was happening? uh, maybe at first. At first, I was concerned, like, oh, this might be not good. <laughs> this might be a problem. Yeah, but but after a couple of days, I was, I don't know, you just kind of get a feeling of, oh, this isn't, this isn't anything bad. This isn't going to hurt me. This isn't going to harm anything. Because mostly it felt like an observer. They felt like they were studying people. Which is like, I don't know. You said at first when you first heard it, you couldn't understand the whispers. But after that, what what were the whispers? What were they saying to you? <laughs> they weren't talking to me. That's the thing. Is that they were talking to I either themselves or they were writing it. They were like talking Their boss. to something. Okay, boss, Yeah, we've got him. or He's like currently watching uh, Rick and Morty right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got yeah. He's watching. He's on. He's on season five again. Yeah, pretty much. But it was like Because I had asked them, I was like, so why were you talking? And they're like, oh, like, well, I have to record this stuff. I have to, I have to know what you guys are doing. And I was like, okay, that's interesting, but <laughs> what a weird way to phrase it. You didn't Um, pry? Does he have a does this thing have a boss? Does it Not that I know.
I mean, who are you I, guys? Are you special? Is it just every person on the planet that dreams? I is... just, yeah, I just assumed it was someone who was observing dreams. Like that was their entire thing, that they had to write down people's dreams. They had to note note this stuff down, like um, like it was an observational study, and like, which is why they were. Every time I wasn't talking to this person, they were much more. They were trying to keep me corralled. Because they didn't want me to interfere with whatever it is they were doing. Yeah. Um, but the last oh. time I talked to this person or thing, I guess, they they actually just straight up told me. They were like, yeah, we're, we're leaving now. It was very interesting to see what dreams I got to see. Um, we are leaving? Yeah, because they, they talked in... They were they because they kept changing in, their in face. Plural they just or whatever. Pluralized. Okay. Yeah. It was easier for them, or I guess it was easier for me to interpret it like that. Um <laughs> but they yeah, they told me they're like, Yeah, we're gonna we're leaving now. Like we're done with this or we're moving on to other people. We might not ever see you again, but it was really cool to see what you did. But if you ever see me again, you won't know. And I was like, okay, that's kind of creepy. Well, yeah, I'd be like, nah, dude, nah, -uh. we're we're finishing. You're not going anywhere. We're finishing this shit right now. No, 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 no. Like, you're taking me to home base. I gotta know what the fuck is going on. I couldn't, I couldn't <sighs> accept that. I couldn't. Oh my god. Yeah, it was kind of. It was a little creepy sometimes, but. Mostly it was annoying because I want, I honestly, I love my dreams. I love dreaming. Yeah, that and would, I, if I had dreams like that, that'd be fucking crazy, bro. I'd become fucking Biblica Esoterica over here. I'd fucking, <laughs> I'd go nuts. I would fucking, I would, I would make a whole career about writing about this shit. That'd be crazy. Yeah, I probably should. I mean, I write a lot of these stuff down, so. You gotta <laughs> let me, you gotta let me crack open that book. <laughs> Maybe I gotta I got I could read that for hours. Just freaky shit like this. That'd be crazy. Then I'll give myself nightmares. I'm telling you, genuinely, okay. I'm sorry everybody this turned into Dreamcast, but like you need to you need to try to will yourself over here. I gotta see this. Yeah. I gotta I gotta be a part of this. <laughs> you gotta let me in, man. You gotta let me in. Come on, please. Please <laughs> let me in. Please, bro, please, please. Let me in the dream club, bro, please. <laughs> um no, but yeah. I um. So in many ways, because I have weird dreams like that, I'm much more partial to movies like this. <laughs> yeah, that makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, I feel now I feel so mundane. I'm like, <laughs> I I've always felt like my taste uh needs. I mean, there's a reason I wanna I wanted to do this. That's the reason we're doing movies. this. Yeah, I want uh I want to expand my uh. Threads of film taste, yeah, and I want to see how I change. But so far, I mostly just bounce off movies like this, which is a bit upsetting to me. But maybe I need to watch it more than once. But yeah, you you like, did say I, that you you in your experience, the first time people watch this, they they react like this, which makes yeah. me feel better. I was like, does your your reaction is very normal, like completely normal. Um. This is that's basically how my dad would have reacted. Me and my sister, right. well, we loved it, 
but we couldn't exactly put our finger on why. But uh, yeah, there's definitely some moments in it where I'm like, "That rocks! That's awesome!" But like, <laughs> a lot, yeah, a lot of it, I just felt like I was like, I couldn't follow what was going on, and the bits like when I could tell something was supposed to be going on, I was too distracted by kind of the ridiculousness the of some of the stuff, like the 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 pigeonhole effect that they do a lot yeah. in the movie. Uh, was super distracting. Like, you don't need to pigeonhole gorgeous outside the girls being alone. I get it. She looks alone. You don't need to pigeonhole her like that so I can see how alone she looks, you know? Um, yeah, but it rocks. It looks cool. Does it? Yeah. It looks goofy. There's no difference between goofy and cool. In my opinion. Yes, I, I guess so. When, when, I like, think there's a time and a place for it, you know? Yeah, sure. But what better place to do that than a dream? Literally. Is the whole movie supposed to be a dream? Kind of. I mean, it's a... Okay, so, like, some background behind the, the film is that the director watched Jaws, and he was like, oh, anybody can make a movie. It was, like, in an in, in inspiring way. <laughs> What? Oh, I was like, yo, this movie sucks. Anybody can make no. any anybody can make anything, I guess. I was like, damn. No, it was uh this I didn't think this was an idea someone could make. Oh, that means I can make my movie. I can make the movie I've always wanted to make. So they made this. And in many ways, this movie reflects that idea. And in some posit in a lot, lot of positive ways, but also in a, you know, some negative ways. Because again, this is Japan. In the 70s, and controversial opinion, Japan, kind of an island full of pedophiles sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, speaking of. Um, <laughs> yeah, I figured we should uh, yeah, hit this. Yeah, I'm, I'm texting Iggy while I'm watching this, kind of reacting a bit. He's having a good time with me reacting to it. And at the end yeah. of the movie, suddenly we just get a bunch of, uh, a bunch of underage nudity. Uh, all the actors playing the girls are underage. Yeah, they were 16, 17. Yeah, very just, suddenly at the end of the movie, several of them are just completely naked. Um, not like hidden, not like oh, not like short. Like it was like extended, extended periods where they were just like butt ass naked. Um, it was a little weird. <laughs> it was yeah, it was yeah. it was a little weird. I can excuse some of it. I feel like I don't really get what it did for the movie. Well, personally. like, okay. Um, so in in a lot of more... Tra- okay, Angel. Um, sorry, my dog. <laughs> uh, in a lot of, like, paintings and stuff, nudity is meant to act as a sort of bareness. It has to do with, like, being birthed or rebirthed. And themes around those ideas, right? Like a naked babe in the woods. That's an idea that's like hella old. But the point is, it's, there's supposed to be a sort of um, birth there, a sort of, or a rebirth, or a sense of naivete, a sense of newness. And that's sort of how I interpreted some of it. Now, of course, other times it's like moving into leering territory, like, 
like did you really need to what's her name kung fu kung fu yeah that yeah with her especially like it felt like that um yeah it felt, it felt like leering. it just like we were leering where, where the and, movie was like ah you see ah, and i'm yeah. like ah, i don't want to though <laughs> yeah but like with gorgeous i can that seems to be the avenue they were going of like this is her rebirth in many ways. This is her accepting who she is as much as she can socially, right? That she has to adopt certain aspects of of her of her aunt, of her mom, and of her friends in order to sort of survive. Because, you know, I mean, even in the United States, being gay wasn't really that cool 10 years ago. Yeah. So, like, I imagine it was even worse in Japan and other places like this. Yeah, I can get that. I um, I just feel like, you know, I mean, obviously we can we can say this with, uh, you know, outside understanding. Uh, you don't need to actually show it. Um, <laughs> there's plenty of movies that have an underage person be naked, but we don't actually see anything. Uh, or just in general, have someone be naked where you don't actually see their titties and stuff, you know? Um, yeah. You it, see them from it, behind. You see their bare back. You you know, you get the idea. Um, it is an uncomfortable aspect. And it is also like weird. Like I immediately I, I did the fucking like gym office. Look at the camera thing when <laughs> um, the girl gets turned into a doll and they find her her panties. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, guys. We got to be doing this. Japan not beating the allegations right now, dude. And then the they girl fucking have... smells it. I'm like, dog. dog. Epstein particles. Epstein particles <laughs> are out Ep- Japan. Epstein particles fucking blasting from that island. Yeah. And it, it was yeah. the bombs. The, the radiation shook the ass up. And now they're fucking <laughs> Oppenheimer created pedophile island. Confirmed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. Yeah. So like. That's mainly my only uncomfortable part of the film. And like, yeah, eventually you just kind of got to go. This is a different time. This is a society that I'm not that familiar with. Yeah. Kind of got to accept it on the grounds of that. We've already acknowledged on this show the whole 70s. uh, Hey, just put some tits on the screen. uh? Put put (laughs) a little little pussy on the screen. uh? It's the 70s. Like, we, you know, that's kind of. We need more. That was that, already but... very much a thing, and it we, we in the U.S. in the same period and now are no strangers to sexualizing people who are underage and yeah. treating child actors like that. Um, not so much on camera anymore, but in the past, very much so on camera. Um, yeah, you know, easy tits or whatever. Um, it is weird. Um, it is weird, and. It does especially feel weird when it goes on too long and you get that leering kind of sense. Yeah, that leering like, feeling. Uh, like, I also think it could have been a lot worse. Like, I oh, think absolutely. I would all, I would genuinely feel a lot less weird about it if they didn't have the fucking girl finding her panties and going, this smells weird, like dog. Yeah. That was like, that made, that just made me immediately like, okay, we're, okay, we're sexualizing children. Um, yeah. This and is like, uh, this is a, this is a territory I don't want to be in right now. Please. Yeah, I still would have felt like the whole scene with Kung Fu went on too long. Um, 
regardless, but it would have felt a lot less creepy if they didn't already <laughs> declare their intent earlier in the film. Um, yeah. With that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah. But, uh, you know, up pedophilia mentioned. <laughs> pedophilia acknowledged. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, then the movie ends with a with a gay couple winning. So, well, yeah, winning as far as nineteen seventy. Gay kids go. burn your um your unaccepting burn. parents. Yeah, your stepmoms. That's right, stepmoms, yeah. your moms, kill your, dads, your masters, your stepdads, kill your masters. That's right. That's right. <laughs> message, message, message uh, received. received from House nineteen seventy seven. House nineteen seventy seven based. It's mostly based, yeah. Uh, I can't call a movie with fucking pedophilia based. Well, that's why I said mostly based. Mostly, mostly. Yeah. You know, if if you, you know, I know it sounds bad, but if you if you remove the <laughs> if you if you remove the naked teenagers, this movie's pretty good. This movie's pretty based. This movie's pretty good. <laughs> I am um... I don't know. I'll, I'll give it. I feel like I'll give it another watch. What's really funny is I like. I told myself to stop giving star ratings on Letterboxd, um, yeah. and I I still do. But I really felt like I couldn't give this one a star rating because I I didn't really know how I really felt about it. Um. Mm-hmm. So you just have all my movies recently fucking with star ratings, and I liked it. And, then, and this is the first no star rating. No, I liked it on Letterboxd, yeah. <laughs> which makes it feel like I gave it a zero, which is not what I meant, but. <laughs> It is a little. It is a little funny to look at it. Um, and like like the starkness like, of that. Yeah, <laughs> in my feed. Um, believe it or not, this movie actually made my favorites list. My my favorite films of all time. That's crazy. Alongside what? Okay, so I'm just gonna read my favorites list because how long is it? Why not? We're we're kind of barely on topic and. Yeah, it's look, true. There's a. The, I don't think that this discussion can move until you get another watch in. Mostly just because that's fair. You know, I I don't know if you'll if you're. I just think your feelings will solidate once you get another watch. But like, yeah. wait a while. You know, wait months, maybe even a year. Yeah. Well, you we'll know? tack on at the end of another episode. Uh, House revisited. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so my favorites. I mean, and also we spent half the time talking about my our weird ass dreams. <laughs> Listen, it's cool, bro. It's cool. Yeah, we spent half of the Five Nights episode talking about lore. We we spent <laughs> half of the House episode talking about Iggy lore. So Iggy lore. <laughs> yeah. So move. Okay, hold up. I had to unplug my phone. Okay, so <laughs> this this is in no particular order, but just know that if they're at the top, I probably thought of them first. Okay. Or I watched them first. Number one, or I guess my first one, Metropolis from 1927, directed by Fritz Lang. Okay. Very deep pick. Um, Very old movie. I love it so much. John Carpenter's The Thing. (laughs) To no one's surprise. I I feel like, yeah, I knew that would be on there. Yeah. And hopefully one one time, one day, we can actually cover that movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, probably for a Halloween or a spooky thing. Um, at number th- number three, kind of Spider Man into the Spider Verse, <laughs> based, based, kind of, yeah, 
Um, it is actually it's my least favorite animated movie on this list. Interesting. Okay. But it still it made the list. Right. Um, next, Nightmare on Elm Street, nineteen eighty four, the original. The first movie I ever watched. Technically first movie not true. You ever watched? Yeah, technically the first movie I ever watched was Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. I was in that theater. Insane. I was like eight months old or whatever. But like, yeah, the first movie you actually had a photo. I remember watching. For. Yeah. Next, Amelie. Very good movie. Very warm, hugful. Great movie. We should cover it eventually. Next, sorry to bother you. Yo, great movie. Shout out Boots Riley. <laughs> I gotta watch that. I started. I I've started it and not finished it like several times. I gotta watch that. Insane. I cannot do that. I don't. I know watched though, you... but I mean, I started like the first ten minutes, and either oh. I didn't have time or I was like, I don't feel like doing this right now, and I turned it off. <laughs> I gotta be in the mood for a movie, and sometimes I'll start a movie thinking I'm in the mood to watch a movie, and then I'm not, and I stop. Not necessarily That's not right. in the mood for. Sorry to bother you. Just not in the mood for a movie. For a movie at all. Yeah, I get you. I get it. I've been like that lately. Uh, next, Annihilation, probably the most important movie that I love have that seen movie. in the last five years. Love that movie. Yep, it's great. I was I was in that theater alone with four other people. Oh God. Yep. Okay. And I had just run into my ex when I watched it, and it blew my mind. It was the oh, movie geez. I needed at the right time. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, Blade <laughs> Runner twenty forty nine. That was next. Dope movie. Okay sacrilegious to say i like it more than the original sometimes based opinion based opinion absolutely based alien ridley scott's alien amazing film probably the one of three movies uh, one of four movies that i actually really like from the alien franchise enough to make it on my favorites yeah it distracts me that it's just a guy in a suit but valid yeah, eventually you get over that. When you watch enough Godzilla yeah. films, you that, fair, that idea fair, yeah, away. yeah. Next, us. <laughs> oh right, yeah, we discussed that. Okay, got it. Yep. Next, eighth grade. Eighth grade. Okay. Yep. Bo Burnham. Shout out Bo Burnham. Shout out Bo Burnham. He just captured a certain feeling that I think is so accurate. It's hard to describe because it's a, it's about a feeling that doesn't matter. In the long run. Right. Because you don't remember. Because it doesn't matter. Eraserhead is next. Everybody <laughs> loves Eraserhead, baby. That's right. Uh, the Fly. And not and this is David Cronenberg's The Fly. Shout out Cronenberg. Okay, Angel. Next is Pie by Darren Aronofsky. That was actually the first black and white film I watched willingly. Um, next is Full Metal Jacket. Shout okay. out Kubrick. That's my favorite Kubrick. Freddy Got Fingered is next. <laughs> Freddy that's, got, a, okay. that's an interesting one to lump in there. It's it's a it's an amazing it's a masterpiece. When you burn like like um like a couple million dollars of a studio's money, that rocks. <laughs> also, he was married to Drew Barrymore for a minute. Next is House or Houseu. Sometimes Houseu. Houseu. Yep. Next is Slacker from 1990, 1990 by Richard Linklater, his debut film. Rocked. I watched it for an independent class. Next is Moonlight. Shout out gay people. <laughs> Shout out gay people. True. 
Um, and again, shout out more gay people, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I watched that for the first time recently, or in part, uh, Meg had it on. You didn't uh, finish? I wasn't really into it. I watched a couple scenes when she started it, and I was like, this is mm, goodbye. <laughs> wow, you're lame. I'm sorry. Listen, that movie rock. It rocks. Listen, it's great. I'll come around to it eventually. I hope. If I get uh, cooked next... enough, I will feel bad and change my opinion. Good. Next is uh, The Book of Life. Shout out Mexicans. We win again. Notice I did not put Coco. Fuck Coco. Fuck Coco. All my You're not allowed Coco. to say this. You're not allowed to say that. Wh- wow. Why? Uh, you're not Mexican enough. <laughs> Damn. All right. I got to go eat some fucking... I gotta, I gotta go beanerify myself some more. That's right. Um, no, it's no. You're fine to say it now. It's just, I, uh, I know. I, I didn't think you were like gatekeeping. You're not allowed to talk about Coco <laughs> or Book of. Life. I like Book of. Yeah, I like Book of Life more because, look, the Coco has two white directors. Okay, and really? so a lot of the movie has to prove that they're like, no, we understand Mexican culture enough. But right, like, but Book like, of Life Book was of directed feels by. Like, it's effortless because it, those people do because get it. It just is. Yeah. They're not trying to Shout prove out anything. Jorge Gutierrez, my, really? my man. Next is Rango. That is very true. <laughs> uh, not to not to drop it, but a lot of Pixar movies feel like they're trying to prove that they get the subject matter yep. a lot. It's annoying. Continue. Yep. Uh, Rango from 2011. The, the, the Gecko movie or whatever. The Gecko, he's the not, chameleon yes, movie. He's a chameleon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, okay. Birds of Prey. Birds Maybe of the weird... prey. Yep. Birds of. I mean, I I'm, I love birds of prey. I love <laughs> birds of prey, but on your favorites list amongst yep. all of these. Okay. Um, next, Waltz with Bashir, which I feel we should probably watch soon. Okay. It's an Israeli film. Yes. No. 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 You actually got to watch it because Down it's vote. basically no stop. It actually, basically, the entire movie is condemning everything about Israel. Based, yeah. Based, the movie, the movie ends with saying, actually, Israel, they're committing the exact same crimes the Nazis did. And Israel it's... mentioned, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's animated, <laughs> and maybe my maybe my favorite animated film. I don't know, hard to say. It's technically a documentary. Okay. Next is. Uh, Night is short. Walk on, girl, in, from twenty seventeen. It's a mouthful. Yeah, I believe it's on Max. You should give it a watch. Okay. Next, Mitchell's versus the Machines. I heard um, that was good. Yeah. Yep, it does rank higher than Into the Spider Verse. Now, mm-hmm. some of these are cheating because they're not technically movies. But how many I you got? Count. We got like three minutes. Uh, I'm almost done. Okay. Okay. Go. Next, Evangelion and Fully Cooley. Those are technically shows, but I count them anyways. Okay. Fully Coley, first anime I ever watched. Mine Next is Pokemon, Fallen Angels. Fallen <laughs> Angels? Yep, <laughs> which we, we plan to cover with the Chungking Express and Fallen Angels as a dual episode. Sure. If you say um, so. Yeah. Um, next is Haunting, The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. Both shows again, yes. Um... And for an actual Evangelion movie, we have Ev- Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.1, or yeah, 1.01, Thrice Upon a Time. Okay, sure. Yep, it makes End of Evangelion look like shit. Um, next, American Me, shout out Mexicans again, and Edward James Olmos. 
Nice. Um, to no one's surprise, The Fablements. <laughs> the Fable, right? Okay. Perfect movie. Uh, next is Coraline. Shout out all the emos. Coraline. I do like Coraline. Yep. I love it, and I've loved it since. Uh, next is Pump Up the Volume in 1990. Very good movie. It was just on Max. It's not anymore. I don't know where it's at. Okay. It's Come on, shop, shop. Keep going. Finish the list. And the last is The Pest. <laughs> the Pest. Oh, my God. I love the fucking the John Leguizamo movie or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. We gotta Shout watch out that at too. Indian Looney. Jesus. I'll, 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 I gotta compile my list. I'll, I'll do that on the next one. Um, thank you everybody for, for tuning in, for listening in. Um, we're back to Zoom this episode because I forgot. I, I, our guest last time, Grim, gave me his sign in info for Zencaster and I lost it. So I couldn't record it this time. And the half hour cutoff annoys me enough to forcefully cut off our episode here because I don't feel like dealing with it a second time. But thank Real. you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the, House 1977, Iggy Lore, and uh, My Existential Crisis discussion. Um, we, will revi- we will revisit House at some point on a different episode in the future as a little bonus at the end when I get my thoughts more in solid order. But you don't come here fully for the movie thoughts anyway. You come here to listen to us ramble because that's what we've been doing for several episodes. And if you're still listening, you're into that. That's thank right. you. That's right. Thank you, guys. Um, don't know and what's thank next. Thank you, Ruby, for yeah. letting me pick. Of course. I regret I it. I can pick another. Um, I can pick again if you want. Not this time. Um, don't know what we'll cover next. Damn. We're still waiting to perfectly to actually align the Elvis Priscilla episode. Might do Killers of the Flower Mood next because I'm trying to watch that next week. Sure. Uh, we'll see. <laughs>